Blog Talk Radio. Sean Sports Radio Show, Blog Talk Radio, backsportspage.com. Seth is running a couple of minutes late. Once again, we apologize for last week's miss of the show. You know what? Between me getting a new job, yes, I just said it, I got a new job here in Atlanta, and between April 15th tax, we just couldn't cut the mustard last week. You know what? We, we apologize. This, I believe, is twice in the new year, and we need to do better. And we promise that we will. And Seth will be on in about 10 minutes' time for our NFL draft preview. Once again, how poorly we do our predictions. And you know what? I'm watching right now the Toronto Maple Leafs hopefully lose to the Boston Bruins 2-1. to Hopefully that wasn't the kiss of death with 1945 left in the third period. Boston up 2-1. to and later we'll have a game seven between the Sharks and the Golden Knights. But let's talk about the NHL playoffs for a little bit. So who had Tampa Bay losing to Columbus? Not me, not Seth, but even more so, who had Tampa Bay losing to Columbus in four games? Definitely not me and definitely not Seth. Okay, so that's one prediction that we were wrong. I had Boston over Toronto, so hopefully that stays true. Carolina and Washington are tied at three, and that game seven is tomorrow. And me speaking from an Islanders fan, I am looking, hoping that Carolina wins that game. Why? Because Carolina is four hours from Atlanta. So that means hopefully for my birthday next week, I will be able to watch the Islanders play Carolina in game three. Game one and two would therefore be at Barclays. And then game three, probably between Friday and Sunday, Yes, Friday and Sunday would be in Carolina. So you'll see me tomorrow rooting for the Carolina Hurricanes in Game 7, although I did predict Washington to win that series. So moving forward, who had the Islanders in four games over the Penguins? That would be me, right? Nope, nope, nope. Again, not me. I did have the Islanders over the Penguins. Seth had the Penguins over the Islanders. And we both picked them to lose to the Capitals who once again are 3-3, and that game will be tomorrow. Okay, so let's go Nashville and Dallas. So who had Dallas, who had Nashville? I believe Seth actually did have Dallas. I had Nashville, and I actually had Nashville going pretty far, probably to the Stanley Cup runs. So, yeah, wrong again. How many times can I be wrong in one NHL playoffs? Well, here's another one. 
Winnipeg and St. Louis. I definitely had Winnipeg over St. Louis, and Seth did as well. Wrong again. And, of course, the piece de resistance, the same way as we looked at the number one seed, Tampa Bay Lightning, over the Columbus Blue Jackets in what we both thought was a walk. Uh, No doubt. We both thought that this was an absolute walk. Now we come and we, we check out the Calgary Flames, who are the number one team overall in the NHL. So they had a Hart Trophy caliber campaign from Johnny Trudeau. The Avalanche narrowly missed the narrowly made the playoffs, led by Nathan McKinnon. And if you watched any of this series, you realize what Nathan McKinnon has done in the realm of becoming a superstar. And they win huh, four games to zero. Oh, sorry, four games to one. And by the way, Boston just goes up with 17-20 left. I guess it wasn't the kiss of death. Three to one over Toronto, three to one, and three to one is a, is a good spot. Uh, John Tavares, unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, gave out the puck, and I'm trying to look who scored the goal. It looks like Tory Krug. Nope, definitely not Krug. I can't make out who it was. He's de- number 52. Uh, we'll get that in a second. 52 Bruins. Sean Curley. Sean, I don't think I've ever heard of Sean Curley. Sean Curley scores the goal, uh, number 52 for the Bruins. And for the Bruins, that's number one in your heart right now because 26 years old, left up from Lewiston, New York. Of course he is. And um, in the regular season, Mr. Curley had eight goals, and he has one in the postseason right now. This is his first postseason goal. He only played in two out of the seven games. And he gets his third goal, and they're up 3-1 with 16-35 left. So what does this tell you about Seth and my predictions? That once again, we don't know Jack. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. We just don't know Jack. I mean, there were times where I was getting 75 to 80% of the NFL draft correct. And, Lord, I hope that is the place again this year, but based on the predictions that we have gotten so far, based on the last year that we, that we have had so far, Seth and I are nowhere close to getting 80% of the NFL draft. In fact, I think we got probably 20% if you put it all together of the NHL playoffs. So welcome, Seth, to the, I, I think this is the 10th, uh, it's the sixth annual NFL draft prediction show. Uh, I think we're probably less than 50% on every prediction we've made over the last five years. That's probably true. Um, good after, I guess good evening, everybody. Uh, sorry about running late. New house uh, issues and two-year-olds who's, well, he's a two-year-old. Um, yeah, we stink at it. It's a lot of fun. Gives us bragging rights over each other from time to time. But... Um, yeah, we're not. We we we're what you call ungood. Ungood. You see, the thing is though that that is interesting in this year's NFL is that I've looked at probably a hundred mock drafts over the last two days. I mean, I can easily say it's probably a hundred. And no, other than the first three picks, no two are the same. Not even close. 
once you get down to like four, five, and six, and beyond that, everybody's guessing. And I, well, uh, I don't I even mean, think three edu- is. They're educated. Think... Yeah, maybe even three. They're educated guesses. They're educated guesses, but they're still guesses. So I would love. You see, I got three of the mock drafts up here for CBS. I got and ESPN's mock draft as well up, and. I'd like to maybe screenshot this and, and compare it to what we do at the end of this draft because I'm looking right here. So CBS has Ryan Wilson, Trisp Trapasso, and R.J. White. And granted, I don't know who any of these guys are. So Ryan Wilson, let, let's take a look at who this guy is on his Twitter. So he covers the NFL draft and the, and the NFL for CBS Sports. So it really doesn't say who he is. It just says they covered him. Great. I cover it for Blog Talk Radio, by the way. So Chris <laughs> Trapezo is an NFL writer for CBS Sports. Okay, again, not really telling me anything. And R.J. White is probably the same senior editor and gambling analyst. Oh, I like this guy a lot better. I may go with him. But the fact is, if you look at their number three picks overall and their number four, their number three and number four, they don't have – they have three different picks for three, three different picks for four. Then three different picks for six. Three different picks for uh, – sorry, five. They have two of the same for six, three different ones for seven, three for eight, two for nine, three for ten. And obviously you can go on because the more times you, you don't get the same guys, the more times it's going to flow through that you won't get them. But the fact is, these are three esteemed writers, one would say, from CBS Sports, and they're not in a consensus. Nobody is. So we can go through this, and look, we can make excuses all we want that we stick. Because you know what? We do. But I wouldn't say we're any worse than anybody else at this point, especially with this draft. This draft is just a cluster bleep of all proportions. It is who are you going to fall in love with first and who's going to be there for you to fall in love? Or are you going to trade up? I see, you know, every year we say that there's going to be more trades than ever before. I don't know what the most trades in the NFL has been in a draft. I could probably find that out pretty easily. But I would say you're probably going to get four to five trades in the first round. You already got one today. But I think once you get on the clock, you're going to get four to five trades in the first round. So let's talk about what happened today where Mr. Clark, my Lord, Fred Clark of, of Seattle. Did you see this contract? Frank Clark. Fred Clark. I saw $105 million. Good Lord. Yeah, so let's, get this, so let's get this straight. Frank Clark is signed, uh, doesn't sign the franchise tag. He wants to get traded. The Chiefs, who have D. Brown for a sign uh, for a D4. franchise tag of twenty Dude, million dollars. D. Brown. D. Brown is pumping up his Reeboks and winning the nineteen ninety one slam dunk contest. T. Ford. Well, I'm having a look, ladies and gentlemen. I got about an hour and a half of sleep last night, so I'm working as as quickly and as as well as I can. So you have D. Ford, who signs a one year twenty one million dollar contract. 
Kansas City takes – oh, and by the way, your favorite guy, Steve Spagnuolo, is their new defensive coordinator. So they're moving yep. for a Steve Spagnuolo-type defense. So they, they cut Justin Houston. They cut Eric Berry. They pick up Tyron Matthew. They trade D. Ford for a second-round pick to the Niners. So, so at the end of the day right now, they have traded D. Ford for a second-round pick. Okay, so let's go forward. They took that second-round pick and traded him. Hold on, i got to put this down. And took that second-round pick and traded that, plus added their first-round pick. By, by the way, that second-round pick was in 2020. That's next year. They took that second-round pick in 2020. They added to their 2019 first-round pick. And they swap thirds. I'm not going to really get into the swap of thirds. It's, it's, it's too – oh, and they also sent – right, okay. I'm not getting into the swap of thirds. It's, it's four spots, pretty irrelevant. So, basically, they traded D. Brown D, – man, I can't get D. Brown on my head. D. Ford and a first-round pick in 2019, who they had signed, D. Ford, for $20 million. They then turned around and got Frank Clark for, for that booty. And it is booty. It is pirate booty. And instead of $20 million, they signed him for 105, not in one year, 65 guaranteed. So instead of $20 million guaranteed, you are guaranteeing $65 million. That's insane to me. I don't get it. I don't get it from the Chiefs. I completely get it from the from the Niners get, taking a second round trading a second round pick next year for D Ford. Generally, the way draft picks are valued is if you trade one year later, you're basically trading one round down. So basically, a third round pick in this year's draft for one more year of D Ford. And the Seahawks get rid of Frank Clark, which is I mean Frank Clark's a legitimate player, but they were not going to be able to re-sign Frank Clark, Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. Just not going to happen. So they basically picked their poison between Clark and Wagner. Do you see the allure of this trade from the Kansas City side? Because I just don't. I I can't see it. Not particularly. It's, I mean, I guess the feeling is Kansas City desperately needs the pass rush, and Clark was the best available for them to get, not having a great deal of faith in in, in, in Ziggy Ansa or and considering their draft position, not exactly going to get a Nick Bosa or a, um, you know, Quinn or Josh Allen, but man, they're giving up a lot. But I guess they figure this is a, my assumption of what they figure. They, you know, the team is not old, and they're not. They're extraordinarily talented on the offensive end. You don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to end up being suspended at some point for some issues. You know, you lost Kareem Hunt. New England loses Gronkowski. I kind of compare it similarly to what the Rams did last year, where they made the runs. They gave up more, obviously, where they made the runs at Peter and Tlaib and and Donick and Sue. And this is the year for them to make that run. Kansas City hasn't won a Super Bowl since 1970. 19, so it's almost 50 years. They're going to be the favorites going in. This cements them as a, as a 
you know, their, their pass rush, which was relatively anemic last year. Um, you know, in Houston, you know, again, Justin Houston gone. I don't love the deal. I think they, I think they signed him for an extraordinary amount of money for someone who, well, very good. They're not, not someone you think of as a top, top tier defensive lineman, plus giving up what they gave up. But if their feeling is this is what we have to do to make the final, to make the final run at the Super Bowl, then that's the thought process behind it. Do I like the deal? No. Do I get it? Eh, to a degree. Would I have done it? No. Here's my next. Here's my next question. Are they really the favorites? And even more so, are they even the favorites in their own division? Yes. Because I'm not sure they are in either. I'm not sure they're better than the Chargers. They're the favorites, I would think. They still have the best. They have the best quarterback in the division. They have the best. Wide, they have the scariest wide receiver in the division. They were unstoppable last year offensively and lost in overtime twice to the eventual champions in New England. They're the favorites. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can see where that would be. I think their defense has a lot to be desired. I think it had a lot to be desired last year. I don't think it's improved at all. And I'm not sure that this, this, trade, this trade improves them, but that's only improving them from what they had after they got rid of Justin Houston, D. Ford, and Eric Dart. And I'm not, excuse me, I'm not really sure that that's really an improvement anyway. Um, okay, uh, let's get on to our NFL draft preview. Uh, we figured this will take about 60 minutes, so two minutes per pick. And uh, we'll go in alternate order. So Ms., I will give you the first selection. Mr. Kamens, you are on the clock. With the first pick of the NFL draft, the the Cardinals select. Not what I would do, but they're obviously going to take Kyler Murray, um, which as a Giants fan makes me happy because I really hope to hell that they trade Josh Rosen to the Giants. Because I don't think the Giants are taking a quarterback in the. You don't think this is a smokescreen? You think that this is legit and 100% oh, going to be. No, I think this is legit. Um, okay. I think it's legit. So, to me, yeah, you take the quarterback, the you know the the, the ultra athlete from Oklahoma, um, the first top ten pick from for the Oakland A's in baseball, the the first quarterback ever taken at this size. I mean, Drew Brees was six foot. He was in the second round. Russell Wilson was five eleven. This is in the third round. Kyle Murray's. Not six foot, and he will be the first overall pick to Arizona. Which to me, they have so many other needs. This is not where I would go with this, but it is what it is. Are you, you ready to call in? Seven six. I got him. You can call. You okay. can call in at seven six zero two eight three zero eight four six seven six zero two eight three zero eight four six. I have Kyler Murray as well, um, just because I think that's where he's going to go. Again, not where he should be going. But let me ask you this: What's the over? Give me an over/under number on the amount of Pro Bowls, not all pros, Pro Bowls that Kyler Murray makes. Do so you give me a number, and I'll take the over and the under, or I can give you the number, whatever you think is best. Three, two, three. That I'll team take has the no over offense. On, I'll take the and over. Freaking on David three. Gerard went. David Gerard went to Pro Bowls, so it doesn't really mean very much to me. 
Well, and that's why I'm taking the over. I'll take the over on three for his career. I mean, you're looking at 20 years here, one would hope. So I'll take the over on three, but I don't think it's much more than that. Okay, the number two. So we both have Murray, and with the number two pick, unfortunately, uh, I have the San Francisco 49ers taking Joey Bosa. And the reason I say it's unfortunate is because, well, stuck at number three, if they had just lost to the 49ers, would be the Jets. And so uh, Nick Bosa, who I believe is probably the best player in the draft, or at least one of the top three, goes to the Niners. The Niners need rush. They've always need rush. They've drafted a ton of people to try and get that rush. Yeah, DeForest Buckner, Arik Amstead. I mean, they've tried hook, line, and two of the ways. Yeah, Solomon Thomas two years ago. Hook, line, and sinker trying to get a pass rush and haven't got one. But I think uh, Nick Bosa, I almost said Joey, Nick Bosa is the is the guy that goes to the the Golden Gate. I agree. Um, yeah, you did you did say Joey the first. Joey, of course, is in San Diego. Oh, I did? You know, Nick Bosa's father played at Miami. You know, it was, was, a, was, a, good, was a great, it was a solid defensive player. Miami, his, his brother is an, all, is an all pro in San Diego. He's got the pedigree. He's got the talent. He's got, it's the logical pick. I mean, John Lynch has this has to be John Lynch's pick. I don't think any, anyone's heard anything to the contrary, other than if Bosa was going number one. So that's what. Okay, and okay, so let's move on to number three, and I'm going to let and you make the pick. Yeah, I mean the Jets are going to go defense. I don't think there's much question about that, considering who they signed in the off season. Um, so the question, so the question is, do you draft? a pass rusher like a Josh Allen or do you draft somebody, you know, do you draft someone to compliment Leonard Williams? who's probably your best defensive player along with um, Jalen Adams. I'm going for the best defensive player in the draft, but probably I'm going for the better player, the less risky pick. I'm going Quinton Williams from Alabama. As am I. Um, look, last year I was saying, Hook, line, and sinker, I would have wanted Ed Oliver. I still think he would be a solid selection right there. I just don't think he – again, we're t- we talk pedigree, right? We talk th- – this is Mike McGannon's probably – if he doesn't succeed this year, he's probably gone. So you got to take a pick that's going to produce, and I think it's Quentin Williams as well. Any shot you think the Giants trade up here? No. Okay. Giants aren't tra- – there is nobody they like enough. They don't like Haskins enough to, to trade up to get him. Number one, unless it's a huge smokescreen. Number two, I don't think you need to trade up to get him. I don't. I don't think Denver is going to go quarterback at ten, since he may go at eleven. But I don't think they're going to mortgage their future for ha- to, to get someone who may drop to them anyway. And the Redskins and Miami don't have enough draft capital to get there. I think the Jets would okay. like to trade down, go down to five or six or seven and get Allen or I guess they don't want or Ed Oliver, but I don't see it. I would love to see that as well. Okay, so the Raiders are on the clock. You know, I, I have I, – I look at Josh Allen and I say, yes, this is, this is the replacement for Kylie Mack. 
but I just don't see it. Khalil, I, I don't know Khalil. why. I, Khalil Mack, man, I am killing names today. I just don't see it. I love it. I love the pick. I think the pick is spot on for them. But I got them picking Devin White, the uh, the linebacker out of LSU. They've been, again, they've been looking for guys that can go for years, guys that go sideline to sideline. And I think John Gruden sees this guy, along with Mike Mayock, as their Derek Brooks. They need so many positions. It's not even funny. There's, they're, they're new, they desperately need a running back. There's none there. You're not, you're not going to take Hutchinson the tight end at this point with Jared Cook leaving. White makes sense. I think I actually think they go line, and I think they go at Oliver. You know, who people are okay, so, comparing to Aaron Donald White, which is a little scary, but. So dropping like a rock so far is Josh Allen. So you're up next. Is Josh Allen going to the Buccaneers? It's a it's a two it's a two it's a two player pick for me. Um, we only get one. I'm aware of this fact, but thank you. I appreciate thank it. You. I actually no think they go Devin White. Um, they Kwan Alexander goes to. I think it's I forget. I think it was Oakland, but I could be wrong. Um, for four years, fifty something no, million. No, Alexander. Juan Alexander went to San Francisco. Okay. So that's right because, because uh, yeah, that makes sense. So they need a leader on the defensive end. They don't have one. White's the guy. And so, uh, so we look like, again, we're flip-flopping picks, but I will go with Josh Allen. I think he stops here. Um. Tampa Bay has uh, Devin White's gone. They need a pass rusher. They would love to have a complimentary guy that goes with that goes with uh, JPP. I could see them taking Ed Oliver here to hopefully, uh, if they're not going to re-sign Gerald McNeil, I messed up that name too. It's not Gerald McNeil. What the? Heck? I did. What? McCoy. What name am I missing? Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. Oh, my God. I'm just combining names all night. So, Gerald McCoy, so could they go with that Oliver here? Sure. Um, I don't have him there. I have them picking uh, the linebacker out of Kentucky. And now we're on to the Giants. And the Giants are staring at Ed Oliver to me. They are 100% staring at Ed Oliver. I think they, that's a player that Gettleman can get behind. I think he's, he's not going to look for quarterback at six. In fact, if Gettleman can trade from six, I think he would. I, I think that they are going to look to their interior line and they have that 17 pick. And I think that 17 pick is going to be their quarterback if they're, if they're going to stay there. So I have Ed Oliver at number six to the Giants. And here we're not predicting trades, um, although any trade can come up here. And if the Jets and Giants are swapping trades, swapping picks, three for six, well, this is going to be Ed Oliver to the Jets anyway. 
as much as I'd like the Giants to take Haskins, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, you know, most Giant fans are not overwhelmingly thrilled with, with uh, Gettleman so far, although they did like, most of us like the Zeitler for um, Olivier Vernon trade. I'm assuming they're going to trade for Rosen or they're going to pick at 17. I think they they need, they have the worst pass rush in the NFL, or one of the two or three worst, especially with Vernon now gone. Josh Allen's there. Uh, it's so, the logical well, pick. So let's understand. We got so by the way, Boston has now up three to one, uh, four to one in this game. So they are likely to knock out the Maple Leafs. And who would have ever thought? Just as just, just as a just as a sidebar, who would have ever thought? that Tavares would be out of the playoffs and the Islanders would still be in it. So, okay, continuing on. The fact I figured is, that's who we would Seth and I, what's that? I figured that's who we would start with, actually. <laughs> we would start with the hockey Oh, playoffs. I did. Oh, I did. You that weren't was... there. <laughs> that, was, that was the first 10 minutes. So, uh, it, was, it was our lack of accurate predictions, again, <laughs> in the fact that I think all I think both of us have our Stanley Cup final champ out. Both of us. So just to look at this so far, we're taking stock and we have about an hour to go in this broadcast, but the first three picks we have the same and the second three picks we have the same, but they're just in a different order. And that's what I'm saying. Yep. I don't believe that we may be completely wrong, but I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of fives on this draft. I think we'll get a lot of threes. And I think as we get down to the lower round, the lower parts, I think in your first 17 picks, there's probably a good amount of consensus that these are the guys in whatever order they may be. But once you get past 17, as we've seen in the past, I mean, Seth and I have come up with a lot of zeros, and both in the NFL, the NBA, in any draft. Because the difference between a first-round pick and a second-round pick, all it is is one year on your contract. So let's go to number seven. Number seven is the, is the Jaguars. And the Jaguars have, to me, two, a, a choice between either a tackle. It's either going to be a tackle or a tight end. Isn't this um, my pick? Oh, is it? Yes, you're right. It yeah. is your pick. Go, go right ahead. I, just, I apologize. And – to continue on your conversation, agreed. There, there's no wide out worth taking this early. Their defense is great. So they just signed Nick Foles. So you're looking at either offensive line or you're looking at tight end. And when someone oh, is comparing, so I will go with the tight end. Uh, TJ Hawkinson from Iowa, who is being compared to Gronkowski light. Even if he's Gronkowski uh, calorie free, it's still better than most of the tight ends in the NFL. So Jacksonville to me is desperate for pass options. I think they go wide. I think if they had a pick at 22, 23, they'd be looking at a wide out also there. Um, to me, this is a no brainer, not a no brainer, but they do need offensive line. I go Hawkinson from Iowa. So I'm going Hawkinson as well. I think they, if they're looking for a defensive guy, there is one in Monte sweat. If they're looking for a pass rush, if they're looking for a tackle, there's Juwan Taylor. But I just don't think either one of those guys – look, you got Nick Foles. Nick Foles likes throwing to Zach Ertz. 
Well, Hawkinson's your guy. So let's move on to number eight. Number eight is the Lions. The lo- Do you want the top? This is where 8, 9, 10 is generally where that top, if you don't have a number 1, 2, and 3 offensive lineman, this is where the linemen go. I mean, we've seen this over and over again, right? Mike McGlinney, Ronnie Staley, you had Brian Beluga. All these guys were around 8, 9, 10. So is there a team that could trade up to this spot? I think you could see Carolina trading up to this spot from 16. It's not a huge leap. It's only eight and picking Juwan Taylor. So far, the, um, the Lions have not picked up the fifth-year option on Taylor Lewin yet. So do they want an offensive lineman? So I, I think you have a couple of spots where you could go here. And I'm not really sure where I'm going yet. I, I, I'm, I, Rashawn Gary has been falling. Brian Burns has been going up. I'm going to take Juwan Taylor, and I think there'll be, I think there'll be a trade. So I'm going to take Juwan Taylor. Yeah, I'm not. No real argument with you on it. I, I'm a little, I'm a little awkward on on it as well. Um, they wanted, I think they wanted Hawkinson. Yep. So the question. I'm going to probably, I think I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction um, for another, and I, I may be kind of pushing it a little bit, but I think they're going to go with one of the other big kind of rising guys in the, in the draft. They also, they need a linebacker pretty badly. So I'm going to have them go with Devin Bush from Michigan. Okay. And yes, they definitely need a linebacker. No question. Okay, number nine is the Bills. The Bills, I believe, want Juwan Taylor. And that's why I think that jumping, yeah, over, jumping over the Bills is why that will happen. Uh, because they can't get to one Taylor, I think they take, my, I think they take Jonah bet. Williams. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yep. You're going to take you. Juwan Taylor. Yeah, I'm going to have him take Juwan Taylor. They need <laughs> offensive line. They need wide out as well. So I think, but I don't think you can take Metcalf, nine. So and Metcalf honestly scares me a little bit. I think they, they take they, – they take a they take a quick look at Rashawn Gary. They look at Jonah Williams, but at the end of the day, I think they go with the highest pick out there, which for that which they need off as you said, but they need offensive linemen desperately, and they go with Juwan Taylor. And I agree that they need linemen, and I think you get a two for one lineman here special, and they are picking up as I said before, they are picking uh, Jonah Williams. I think this is where he goes. Okay, moving on uh, to the ne- now. I believe it is my pick. Uh, it is. This so, one's excellent. So this is mine. So with the pick, the Denver nu- Denver Nuggets. Wow, I'm killing myself tonight. The Denver Broncos. I don't know where my brain is. Look, this is what happens when you work. Stuff happens. Okay, the Denver Broncos. I think are looking. More importantly, I think the Bengals are looking for an inside linebacker to replace Vontae Perfect. I don't think they get him because I think the Broncos steal Devin Bush right from under them. And they can use a wideout too. I mean, this team could really use a wideout. But after trading for, after drafting Cody Latimer, keeping Emmanuel Sanders, 
I don't th- and it's way too high in in number ten for them to take a wide out here. So I got them taking Devin Bush. Yeah, Bush. But I, I made it a little bit more difficult for myself by do by Bush going early by Bush going a little bit early. I think Denver's in an interesting position. They need a little bit of everything, other than running back. <laughs> Having just traded for Flacco, I don't. They, they I don't think they're going to look quarterback. Um, you know, despite my obvious man love for um, for 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 Mr. February or Mr. March, whatever you want to call, uh, you know, call Joe. I'm actually pretty uncomfortable with any pick I make here for them. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Me too. I am. I I think they just the best player available, and you know the the one thing I don't think they need they don't need they don't need pass rush because they have on Miller they drafted uh, was it Bradley was it Bradley Chubb they drafted last year, um, who yep. was excellent. You know, you look at the top of this, you know, you have the quarterbacks, you have Burns, they don't need. It's too early for Noah fans. I'm going to have him go best player available and in a very awkward, because I'm not really feeling this pick at all. I'm going to have him go offensive line because you can, you never go wrong with having more more offensive line. I'm going to go Jonah Williams from Alabama. And you are up on the clock for the Cincinnati Bengals. Which is a very interesting Good luck position with that. to be. The question is, Dalton's going into his final year. He is probably not going to be resigned. Is Mike Zach Taylor is a you know, thirty-five year old from the brilliant you know, the new the new the new kid on the block, the QB guru. Are you going to bring the quarterback here? Is Haskins your guy? I don't think so. I don't. I I, I think they go a little bit safer than that. I think they would have loved, as you said, I think they would have loved Devin uh, Bush here. So where do we go? I am, again, God, this is awkward almost. I think they, they do need pass rush. Perfect's gone. They don't really have much of a pass rush as far as I can tell. So I think they go with the high, one of the high risers coming up, Brian Burns from Florida State. Okay. Let, let's understand that the Bengals never trade, by the way. They are not one of those teams that, that goes up and gets people. So, by the way, the two players that have fallen the most is Rashawn Gary and Monte Sweat as of right now, uh, both at the beginning of the year were certainly in that top five, top ten picks. And now both of them, Rashawn Gary may have a torn uh, rotator cuff, torn shoulder cuff. Well, I hadn't heard that, actually. Yeah, that came out this morning. So that may be the reason for him. And Monte Sweat has a heart condition. So yes. both, both of those may be a little bit uh, suspect. And here we are again, like you said, with the Bengals. And the Bengals are just one of those teams that you're never really sure what they're doing. And like you said, if you don't have a clue, you go for offensive linemen. And they've been looking for one since they lost Andrew Whitworth. So I have them taking Andre Dillard. 
and the run on linemen continues. Three out of four right here. So number 12, number 12 is the Packers. The Packers, in my opinion, want two things. They want, first of all, they, they want a, pass, a guy that can catch the ball, or they want an inside linebacker to replace Nick Perry and um, Clay Matthews. They would love, to, in my opinion, they would love to get Dillard. I think he would be a great find for them on the offensive line. I don't think he's there. I just picked him for somebody else. So he's not there anymore. I am going to take the tight end, the other tight end, out of Iowa, Noah Fant. It's an interesting pick. They really haven't had – I mean, they had Jared Cook a couple of years ago. Uh, Jimmy Graham has not worked out. And – they do need some weapons there. I think the pick makes sense. I don't think they're going in that direction, now. I, I, they, need, they do need offensive linemen. I think they go wide, wide out or tight end in the second round if first Smith available for Alabama or another one, maybe the Arizona State guy, Harry. Um, I'm going to have him going offensive line, Andre Gillard. Okay. Well, like I said, I think they would love to have Dillard. He's just not there. Okay, 13. 13 is Miami for you. This is an interesting situation because what does Miami really want? Miami wants to tank this year and take Tua next year. But when you have Dwayne Haskins sitting there, 13, I think the choice is kind of made for for, uh, for Brian Flores. As much as I'd love for him to fall to the Giants at 17, I don't see it. I think Haskins goes 13 to them. As do I. So we both have Haskins at 13. And the thing is, here's the issue, though. At 13, if you're looking to tank and you're the, and you're the Miami Dolphins, at 15 is, is the Redskins and at 17 is the Giants. Any chance that you, I could see either one of them trading with the Dolphins and jumping for that I pick, especially if the Dolphins are looking to looking to muck this year to begin with. Well, the rumors, and again, it's hard to tell what's true and what's not, is that the Giants don't like Haskins, which to me, you knowing he did pass up being going to Maryland to go to Ohio State, that aside. <laughs> That is mind-boggling to me. Um, you know, the only thing he has is a lack of experience, but everything else is incredibly solid. Um, we'll get to the Giants at seventeen. I, I think, I think, I think if he so seventeen, you've got. I mean, I would take him probably at six. I want a quarterback, and I, most Giants fans do. And I wouldn't trade up to get him, but if I could get him at six, unless they can trade for Rosen, and I don't know. I don't know what the expect. I, I, do you trade the thirty-sixth pick or thirty-seventh pick for Rosen? Probably. Do you trade the third round? No brainer. What does Arizona want for him? Because if they take Howard Murray, they have to trade Rosen. There's absolutely no point in keeping him. You need. You got to gather an asset for it. You know. We'll see how that plays out. So fourteen to you. Okay, so I think this is one of actually the easier picks in the draft. I think they are looking for a defensive lineman to go uh, with Brady Jarrett. It's either going to be Clennon Farrell 
out of Clemson. No, Clemson? Sorry, yeah, Clemson. I'm messing up my schools. Farrell's out of Clemson, too? Am I missing both of them? Yeah, Clemson Farrell out of Clemson or Christian Wilkins out of Clemson. Clemson. I'm not really sure which one I'm going for here. So I'm going to go for the edge rusher in Farrell who will replace uh, Victor Beasley, who I don't think they're going to re-sign after this year. I don't think he's ever been called Victor before. Yeah, he has. Never heard of Victor. Okay, anyway. Just Vic. So I got I got Clinton Farrell to the Dolphins uh, to the Falcons. I agree. They're going defense. They're going defense. I don't think there's much question about that. The problem is there are so many. Now this is where you have guys like, as you said, Rashawn Gary and Montez Sweat, who where there's some there's some questions. And Quinn, while not in a not in a, in a not in a hot seat, considering to the Super Bowl two years ago, his, his you know his fur his aura is kind of worn off a little bit. I think he goes safer. I think he goes the best defensive lineman I saw last year, um, other than Bosa, Christian Wilkins from Clemson. So now it comes to right. the Redskins. Yep. So I think the Redskins have a couple of places they can go here. They can go for the yeah. quarterback. Dude, are you they ever going to definitely go for this? the quarterback? Oh, I keep forgetting you go. Go. Thanks. I appreciate that. Um, You're welcome. The question is, realistically, do they trade for for Rosen? That's the million-dollar question. Alex Smith is out for the year. Colt McCoy is probably the weakest starter in the NFL this year, or one of the top. Wait, three. he's not starting. Case oh, they traded for starting. Case Keenum. For Case Keenum, excuse me. Who may um, also be the weakest starter in the NFL. But go ahead. I think he gets a little bit of a bad rep, but it's really do they like Drew Locke enough to take him 15? Do you trade you traded for Rosen? You've got to most likely do one of the two. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say that they don't that the that the Giants trade for Rosen, not Washington, and they take Drew Locke. Okay. And I have the Redskins going for the burner of the draft in Marquise Brown, because no matter Ooh. who they trade for. No matter who they trade for, they're going to need to throw it. And Josh Doxson hasn't been that guy, and they're looking for a burner. And I think that's their burner in Marquise Brown. Okay, number 16 is, is, the, is the trade that I had. I had the Panthers going up and selecting Juwan Taylor, which means Detroit is now down here, and Detroit still picks up Brian Burns. Which so I, I think I, is I, a I, steal at, at 16. Yeah, I think I have him going at 9 or 10. Um, you have him at Carolina, 11. You have him at 11. 11. Carolina needs defensive line. To, needs a, at this point, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, you know, Rivers in a pretty safe situation. I think this is where you take, you take your run at one of the, one of the guys. You take it, you run at either Sweat or Gary. And I hadn't heard that about Gary, so the torn rotator cuffs 
I'm assuming sweat, you know, sweat despite the heart condition. If it was really that bad, he would have fallen off people's charts completely, which I have not heard that he has done. So at 16, I think this seems to be a steal. Or he becomes the Mike Mamula of the uh, of this year's draft. Amazing numbers, but we'll see. So I'm going to go Montrez Swift. Okay, number 17 is on you. See, I remembered. Yeah. So if we're the Giants, what are we doing here? So I am under the impression that they trade for uh, they, they traded for Josh Rosen. And they don't trade the first round. They trade either the second or the third. Hopefully they're third. Um, I'm also, I'll be honest, the Daniel Jones pick is too easy. I'm not thrilled with it. If that's, what that's the whole thought process. You know, I, I don't care. If, you know, they're comparing him because of the, you know, the Mannings, because of the relationship and with David Cutcliffe. You know, first of all, anyone outside of New York who's watched Eli Manning for the last 15 years is I don't really want, although I'm very happy with two Super Bowls. Eli Manning has not been a great quarterback for the Giants. They go best player available. And the reality is, you know, I don't think they really need offensive line at this point, as strange as that sounds. Because you look, they picked up Soldier last year, who was, you know, not worth the contract, but was good. They picked up, they traded, they drafted Will Hernandez, who was very solid. They just traded for Kevin Zietler. What are they, you know, do you really need an offensive lineman with these guys? It may be best player available. I actually think they're going to go in a different, different way completely. They have absolutely no cornerbacks. None. They need to hoping they do. So, to me, you know, once again, Janoris Jenkins is in the final year of his contract. The Eli Apple was a, tr- was a waste and was traded. They have no one else. Nobody. So, I'm going to kind of take a shot on this one. You know, I haven't heard a thing about this one way or the other, and I'm going to go Greedy Williams from LSU. The guy that cannot tackle. Awesome. Okay. Yep. And because Daniel Jones is too easy, because he is, and I really want to pick him here, but he's really easy. I'm going to pick him anyway because he's really easy, and I think he's the guy. Like I think he, I think he is the guy that they pick. If they're not, if they're not happy with Haskins, I don't see him picking Drew Locke. And I don't. Again, I don't think they're getting. Look, we both we both made a pick, right? You picked that. Josh Rosen's going to be a giant, and I'm basically putting my money that he's going to be a Redskin. So you agree it's one of those, you agree Redskin, one of those teams most likely. I think it's one of those teams, or it, I think it's one of four teams. I think it's those teams. It could be New England, like legitimately could be New England, or it could be Miami. Four teams. That's it. I don't see anybody else. So. If it's one of those four teams, look, I could see New England giving up, num- if they like Rosen that much, giving up number 32. I could too. I could. I could also see them giving up, if they really liked Rosen that much, giving up number 32 and getting Rosen plus Arizona's third-round pick. Third-round pick, something like that. Right? So they get the draft pick back because 
because Belichick's always been a guy that wants to accumulate picks. So he gets his third pick back, or he gets a second next year and does this again, right, and accumulates just more picks. So, yeah, I think he goes to the Redskins. And uh, so I got Daniel Jones here. Okay, number 18 is the Vikings. The Vikings need two things, in my opinion. They need one is a replacement for Kyle Rudolph, but the next guy is Irv Smith, and I don't see him this high, although he is an excellent player. I don't see him this high. And then second, they need, an offense. They need offensive line. So I have them getting Garrett Bradbury, the guard center out of North Carolina State, who I had hoped when watching him over the course of this year would fall to the Jets in the second round. Uh, actually, they don't have a second-round pick, so the Jets would trade up and get him but not going to Garrett Bradbury from North Carolina State. I agree they go offensive line. Um, is Kyle Rudolph hurt? Because he's been no. decent for many uh, years. Yes, but he's also, I believe, 33 years old and in the last year of his $6 million a year contract. Gotcha. Um, I think they go offensive line. I just go a different direction. I go... Um, Chris Lindstrom from the uh, offensive lineman from Boston College. Okay, number 19 is to Tennessee. All right. Tennessee, they need linemen. They need a wideout and they need a lineman. So there's two logical picks here for me where they need a wideout and they need a rusher. They could also use probably someone to help with Dan Walker, who I think is coming off an injury and being old, so Noah Fant would fit here. That being said, I think this is where Rashawn Gary probably goes. Um, I think, you know, part of his motivational and Vrabel is really good with that. Vrabel's on very safe, very safe footing, so he can take a shot on certain things. I'm going to go Rashawn Gary. Okay, I think they need help like you said, on the line, but I think more of the defensive line, and I'm taking Christian Wilkins out of Clemson to go with Jarrell Casey. Okay, number 20, we're two-thirds of the way down, and we've actually spent 40 minutes. We've done pretty well on this year. Okay, so the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. The one thing that the Steelers need is not here. We know what they need. They need a they need a linebacker in the they need Ryan Chazier, right? That's what they need. There are Pretty no much. linebackers to take there are no linebackers to take here. Not one. Could they use an edge rusher? Well, they tra- they they got T J Watt last year. They have enough pass rush. Do they need a wide receiver? Sure. Antonio Brown's gone. They need quarterbacks, that's for damn certain. They need a lot. I'm going to say that they're going to take Brian Murphy out of Washington, the sophomore cornerback. And, again, Monte Sweat and Rashad Gary are still on my board. So those guys are dropping like flies. Right, right position, wrong player. Um, I think they go corner. Some, some help with 
in regards to you know it's, it's some help that someone would help to help Joe Hayden, and um, they go Rocky Sim from Temple. Yep, one of the best names in all of football. Okay, number twenty-one to your Seattle SuperSonics who traded away Frank Clark today. Do they get their pass rusher at twenty-one? The question is, what what who's really left at the edge? Well, I got edge? plenty of guys left. That's the point. I just I I, uh, I actually just I've been running my own draft while I've been doing this simultaneously. And I just lost the damn thing, which makes it a little bit more difficult. So I need a quick second here so I can do that. I can look a little bit better. Would you like me to go first? I would absolutely not like you to go first. That's not <laughs> how I roll. Okay, that's where I was looking. So All ro- right. roll away. Roll away. Thank you. So, yes, I agree that they're going – that Seattle does need an on – Seattle needs a few things. We all know this. They could use a wide out, but Seattle doesn't really draft wide outs. That's just not how they do things. Uh, this is so damn annoying. Um, they they go. They do need defensive line now. So I'm going to go I'm not defensive line. I'm going to go Clinton Farrell from Clemson. Okay. Well, this is where Monte Sweat finally goes for me at 21. Uh, that stops his drop. And um, so at 21, Monte Sweat. Okay, so number two, 22 is the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens could use Marquise Brown. This would be like the perfect place for Marquise Brown, but he's gone. So I have them taking an offensive lineman, Eric McCoy, the guard center out of Texas A&M, another guy that I wish was around for the Jets. <laughs> I have them going offensive line as well. This team is completely predicated on the running game, um, and their line could use some help. I have them going Garrett Bradbury from Minnesota, from NC State. Okay, you're up. 23. So the Texans desperately need offensive line help. I mean, how the heck yep. do you have – how do you have uh, – what do you call it um, – Deshaun Watson. How do you have Deshaun Watson and have him have 55, 55, uh, 55 tackles, 55 sacks? doesn't make any sense. The question is, which guy do you go with the offensive, which offensive lineman do you go? And I've, I think I've already gone, I think I've already had, I think five or six are already gone at this point. Um, the best form on my board is Cody Ford. So I'm going to go from Oklahoma. So I'm going to go in that direction. Okay. And I agree that they need to take an offensive lineman. Ah, either are going to be... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Apologies. All right. Hold Jonah, on. I, Jonah Williams. I didn't realize. This is why it stinks that I lost my draft. You have doing. Jonah Williams gone. Do I? With 17. You have a Williams. To the Giants. Wrong, no. wrong Williams. I agree. Greedy, that's Williams Greedy going. Williams. Sorry, that's Greedy Williams. Sorry. So yeah. Jonah no, you have Jonah Williams back. to 10. No, you have Jonah Williams to 10 to the Broncos. Oh, my apologies. Then I'm going to go Cody Ford. 
Okay. God damn it. I was like, that's a big, that's a big jump there. Okay. Yeah, and I'll have, I'll have, I'll have Chris Lindstrom uh, of Boston College, who we mentioned before. Okay. So now we're down to 24, which is, well, your favorite team in mind, the Los Angeles Raiders. And they can go, they have 24 and 27. So, to me, they're going to pick one of three types of players. They're going to pick a corner, a rusher, or a running back. And I think they want the running back and the rusher. But I don't think that they can get the rusher after Philadelphia, who comes at 25. So, I think they take Josh Jacobs here. I do, too. Um I think it makes sense. I think he would have gone at 26, potentially, to Indianapolis. Um, the Eagles, having just traded for Jordan Howard, probably don't have the same need at running back. Um, but why take the chance? You're gonna, there are other defensive linemen. You're not going to get Josh Jacobs at 27. Someone would have traded up. I agree. So now we get to the, we get to the Eagles. And the Eagles can, are in a position that they can just take the best player available. Um, yep. And, you know, they had a guy who destroyed the Giants for many years named Deshaun Jackson. And they, the one thing they don't really have is they don't have the speedy wideout. And this is going to kill me to see this pick. But I think they go at Marquise Brown. Okay. And I think at 25, you have the Eagles, and the Eagles like guys that can plug up the middle. They've done this before with Michael Bennett and other players like this, and they, but they can also take off a year. They're also willing to take off that year because they have such depth at the defensive line right now. I have them taking Jeffrey Simmons out of Mississippi State. And basically red-shirting a year because he tore his ACL. No okay. argument. So here we are back with – now we're back with the uh, the Colts. And the Colts could do – I don't know what the Colts really need. Like, the Colts need good players. They don't re- necessarily need all-stars. They – they got Darius Leonard last year as a second-round pick. They got some foundation pieces. They could use some help in the secondary and in the corner position. And because of that, I have Jonathan Abraham out of Mississippi State. So basically two guys out of Mississippi State. Jonathan Abrams. What? Jonathan Abraham or Jonathan Abraham or Jonathan Abrams? Did I mess up another name? Jonathan Abrams. Excuse me, Abrams. Yep, another, another name I messed up. Okay, Jonathan Abrams. Right. And here we're down we're down in the twenty six to thirty range. I wouldn't be surprised if I got all five or got none of the five. I would be surprised in if you range. got all five. Okay, maybe that. Yeah. No, no okay. question about that. I'd be surprised. Um to me, I agree, Indy doesn't really need a lot, but the one thing that they don't really have is they don't have the stud wide out. Devin Fun- it's not Devin Funch, it's T.Y. T- Hilton scares me. I think they go for the athletic. I think they either go Jeffrey Simmons, similar to Philly, because they have take the chance on the on him, 
or they go DK Metcalf. Can take the big strong guy, big strong athletic freak, and that's that's the direction I think they go. You have luck. You have you don't have a running back that you can real. You don't have a stud running back. I think Colton's a solid receiver, but I think you bring in Metcalf to complement him. Okay, you were up. And now I'm at now I'm at the Raiders. The Raiders are extraordinarily happy because they have no tight end. And since Jared Cook is gone, and Noah Fant's not on my board. So they go Noah Fant. And that would be an amazing pick for them. I think that would be as good as you can get, as good as you hope for with that team. Um, Because both of them are gone and because they already picked their wide receiver, I think they pick their cornerback and they go get Greedy Williams. Uh, Sorry, I said wide receiver. I meant cornerback. Wow. Okay. With 28. Dude, working for, 28, two days, working for two days has been rough on you. Yeah. Oh, so number 28, this is best player available. This is the Chargers. Best player available to me is Dexter Lawrence, um, the Clemson junior, who has dropped like a rock. An absolute dropping of major proportions here. But I have him going right here. So I have Dexter Lawrence. Yeah. I have a guy who I actually let drop a little bit further than he probably should have. And they need an offensive lineman. But I have him going Andre Dillard. Okay. And now we are at 29 with the pick that they acquired today from Kansas City. You have Seattle. And Seattle will go defense is going to go defense also because that's because that's realistically what they need, and I'm going to have them go Dexter Lawrence. Okay, so here's here's the interesting part of this. So the two guys that dropped in my draft board are Monte Sweat and Rashawn Gary. The team that needs the most pass rush of any team is Seattle, and they get both Rashawn Gary and Monte Sweat with 21 and 29. Now, I'm not sure that's going to happen, but it would be ironic if they got both of them. So, so now 30. Number 30 is the Packers. This is the trade for Marcus Davenport last year. Um. We've already established kind of what they need. They need offensive linemen. I'm going to go a different direction here, and I think they're going to take a quarterback. And I think they're going you to take Drew Locke. A quarterback? I do. They just I signed do. Rodgers to a five-year extension. Yep. Are you Meshuggah? I will take the Yeah. I got them taking a quarterback. There are no offensive linemen left for them. They don't really need safety. Actually, I'm sorry. They do need cornerback help. That's who I should be taking. My apologies. I will I will stay away from the quarterback for now. I will get to back to the quarterback in two picks. So, so for the off, so for the, I'm taking your guy, whatever his name was, the Temple guy. Can't remember his name. Um, 
Yeah. So I'm taking him. Rock is fat. Uh, what's his name? Rock. Yeah. Really? Sin. Oh, Sim. Got it. Okay. So I got Rocky and Sim with 30. So he'll, he'll pair with Jari Alexander uh, to form a very valuable duo. Okay, number 30 to the Packers for you. Quick question. The Redskins, I had Drew Rock going, correct? Yes, number 15. Okay. Okay, good. All right. If, so if you pick I, a quarterback just, now, I will just laugh. I'm not. Absolutely not. Um, I think Green Bay goes, they go one of two positions. They need wide receiver help. They need tight end help. The question is, is Irv, do they want Irv Smith or do they want Keel Harry from Arizona State? I really, I really like, I really like Harry from Arizona State. I think he's a game changer kind of player. I, I think they go Green Bay. That's, they go wide out. Now I got the Rams, and the Rams, and I had the Rams with so many different players over the course of this week, but I'm going to take Metcalf here, and not because I think he'll go here. I think he's just going to go somewhere in the, in the five picks before the five picks after, because I don't have him in the first round, and I think he does go in the first round somewhere, so I'll pick him here. Sure. All right. I think the Rams offensive line. They lost they lost Sullivan. They lost Roger Saffold. I think they go back offensive linemen available. Um, I think they go Eric McCoy from Texas A&M. So what's interesting is if you look at our drafts, your, your offensive lineman run was just a little later than mine. That's where it basically came down. My lineman run went in the, excuse me, in the, I had Dillard at 11, I had Taylor at 8, Williams at 9, Dillard at 11, and then I had Bradbury at 18. So you, by the way, you have Dillard twice. Oh, so I have Dillard. 12 to the Packers. So, well, so where did I take him otherwise? 27, 28? 28 to the, to the Chargers. Okay, then I'll take – then I'll change that pick to, to Byron Murphy from Washington. Who I have going a little earlier at 20. Okay, 32, last pick of the draft, New England. I think they either trade out of this pick – or somebody trades up and takes Drew Locke. Or they keep Drew Locke. To me, there's a couple of positions they go. They look at Daniel Jones, because it's logical. But they did lose a pretty good player, a guy Gronk, um, yeah, they need a tight end. Or they can look at corner. I think they go tight. I, I'm, I think it's between Daniel Jones and Irv Smith. And since, since Brady is convinced on the fact that he's going to play until he's 45 years old, I think that's another two or three years in him. And also DeAndre Baker, 
the defensive and defensive back from um, Georgia. It's kind of tempting also, but I'm going to go over Smith from Alabama. Okay. So looking at this, the biggest the biggest differences between you and me over the course of the draft. So who do we have? So True Devin Lock. White's still there. What's that? True Lock, I assume, is the biggest difference. Oh no, you don't. Oh, you have. Oh yeah, you have Drew Lock at fifteen, and I have him at thirty-two. I have Daniel Jones at seventeen. You don't have him in the draft at all. Nope. So there's big. You have Brian Burns at eleven. I have him at sixteen. So a nice fifteen-point swing there. Monte Sweat. Nope. That's. I bet you Gary is a big one for you. You have Gary at where? 19, I have him at 29. So that's a 10-point 10, 10 swing. Guys that you have in your draft that I don't are Irv Smith, Harry. Um, I think I have Brown, right? Yep, I have Brown, really. Oh, Brown's also a big one, which is a 10-point swing, 10-pick swing. Sim, you have a 20. I have him at 30, another 10. We have the same... For the first three picks, then we have Hodgkinson, then we have Haskins, and that is the end of our <laughs> similarities over the course of the rest of the draft, which is kind of interesting because I don't think we've had a draft this different in a while. We always seem to have somewhere around the same players, but with regards to this, Locke at 15 and 32 Look, you're betting on on the Giants, and I'm betting on the Redskins, right? I mean that that we we specified that before, and I've taken into account one trade, and I don't believe you've taken into account any trade in your draft. Not really, other than the, the Giants Mel- trading for Josh Rosen. Right, you've taken the Mel Kiper way, and I've taken the Todd McShay way. So <laughs> hold on, draft NFL four twenty three. Okay, so as a Giant fan, I believe you have six picks in the draft? Seven picks in the draft? No, they have picks. Oh, no, they have 12 picks in the draft. So I'm going to go look at this. Here you go, uh, 2019 picks, because they got two there. So they have the 1, the 17, the 37. You don't have a round three. Yes, we do. Uh, you have, got, yeah, have, you do. Have Cleveland. You, right, you have Cleveland via New England. You have one in the four, one, two, uh, two, five, three fives, four fives, four fives, one six, and two sevens. All right. What would make you happy coming out of this draft? Besides, let, let's assume you can get Josh Rosen. So okay. you get Josh Rosen, and you're giving up. I think you have to give up a second-round pick to get him. You believe you probably need to give up a third-round third pick. I think it'll be a third and a fifth, something like that, or a third and a fourth. Okay, so let's, all right, so let's say it's a third and a fifth. So that means you don't have your second round. You still have your second rounder. You give up the Cleveland third rounder. Now, remember, that Cleveland third rounder is the last pick in the third round. 
Because no, it's VA New England. It's the compensatory. Um, they're compensatory oh, no, that mean, are before the before right before the comps. I mean the third okay. the third regular yeah. pick. Well, that's why I think they have to throw in probably a fourth or a fifth to get it. Okay. Th- and so, I would trade a third and a fifth for Rosen. So um, okay. Well, you have okay. You have five fifths, so I would do that too. They have, they have, I forget they have. I think what happens is this. I think um, if they get Rosen, I think they go defense, defense, offensive line, the first three picks. I prefer to go defense, defense. Um, I think that's more of a need. I think they go edge rusher, corner, slash, or if a line, you know, maybe they go Devin White. I don't know. Um, but they, you know, I'm not as worried about the middle linebackers. Ogletree is overpaid, but he's a good, he's a decent player. I think the fourth and fifth, the fourth rounds, fifth rounds, you really go, you know, you, you see if there's a wide out that you like, because they, they, they need a big, they, I don't love the Golden Tate slash Sterling Shepard combo. They're too similar to me. No great speedster. No, no huge guy. They're two slot receivers. So if there's a six four six five, you know, if there's a big wide out that they want in the second round, I'm not averse to it. But I think what other than that, gonna... what if Me- what if Metcalf slides? Oh, I, in the second round, I jump on Metcalf. Okay. Six three two thirty runs like a four four. I'll take my chances. Um. Okay. So I mean, it, I think you have to at that point because they, because then then you have a solid three hopefully combo. Um, you can get offensive linemen. You know, I have them going. I think they'll, they'll take. I think they'll go one offensive lineman in the first two rounds. One of the three. I think as of now, I think it'll be the second round if they trade, assuming they trade the three and the five for Rosen. Um, if not, I think they'll take two or three of them between the fourth and the fifth rounds. Um, I know they like Calapio, who's the center that broke it. They got that broke his. Uh, I think they got hurt in the second or third game of the season. <sighs> and I don't think their offensive line is as in bad shape as everyone else seems to be. As I said, they already have three fifths of it solid. You know, they don't. Luckily, they don't have flowers to deal with anymore. So I'm not as I'm not. I'd rather, I'd rather them pile on defense. That's where I think that's that's the issue they have right now more than anything else. If if we get Rosen, okay. I think that's a similar question for you. You brought in. You have your quarterback. You have your your running back. Your wideouts are. Um. Yeah, well, the Jets, you... the Jets have less. Let's understand that the Jets have less picks. I mean, we don't, we don't have twelve. <laughs> there there aren't many teams that get twelve picks in the draft to begin with. Um, yeah, they certainly don't have twelve. So the Jets have their own first. They don't have a second round pick because of the Sam Darnold trade. They have their third through their seventh, and maybe the Colts pick. They're not projected to have any compensatories this year. So that's where they are. So they have their own picks. If I'm a Jets fan and I'm looking, okay, so I haven't predicted any trades for the Jets. I would love to see them trade down to somewhere around 10 or 11 or maybe even 8 
look, 10 or 11 is a big swing, right? You're, you're jumping eight spots. If they jump to 10 or 11, they better get two, at least two second-round picks back. If they're jumping just down to the eight to the sixth pick, like they do the Giants, I'll take just your second-round pick. That'll be perfectly fine. And with my first-round pick, I'll take not, Oliver. The Giants are not, stop, stop, stop. The Giants are not trading up to three. There is nobody they want saying, that. Okay. Well, I'm not saying just the Giants. I'm saying if you're trading from six to three or seven to three, right, and seven to three would put who in that spot? If we're looking at teams that are looking in that spot, hold on, I just had this. Where is it? Oh, okay. draft order. Okay, so if we're looking at seven, right? Are we looking at Jacksonville? Not really. Look, you could see that Detroit may trade up to get Devin Smith. You can see Buffalo trading up to get Hawk, but I don't think it'll be that high. Does Denver trade up? Look, it's hard for – I don't see teams that want to trade up this year. I just don't see where they are, unless maybe it's Oakland. Maybe Oakland just wants to jump a spot. The Jets are ready to take Quentin Williams. Or is Oakland going to jump a spot to get Quentin Williams? And if that's the case, you ask for your second-round pick, if not more, because you're going from four to three, and you go get Ed Oliver. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Recoup a second-round pick. Um, is it something that will happen? Probably not. The Jets are never ones that are good at trading down. We're really good at trading up. Um, from what I recall, we've done it at least five times, from what I can remember, including such illuminary people as John Lamb Jones and James Farrier and Dwayne Robertson. Yeah, all these guys are perennial pro bowlers. Um we definitely make the best out of making our trades. But the fact is, just not there. So would I like them to trade down? Sure. Let's assume they do not trade down, and all they have is their picks. Well, with the first-round pick, you go defense without any stretch of the imagination because that's where the value is. And then if you're in the third-round pick, I would still go defense or offensive line. they They need an influx of offensive linemen, and I think that may be where they need it. But at the same time, offensive and defensive line win championships, supposedly. They don't need a running back. <laughs> they probably don't need a wide receiver. They don't need a tight end. So at least you think they don't need a tight end. We'll see if that comes to play. But there are no – if Irv Smith drops to the third round, sure. I mean, it's all about value at this point once you get out of the first round. So I would be happy with a stud at the beginning or a trade down to seven. I really don't want to trade any more past seven or eight. I'm not sure there's a trade to be had then. So we have about five minutes left. Uh, I'd be happy to go first with regards to this. Um, I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast that I got a job. Woohoo! Yay! Um, Seth and I are going to come to an understanding as to when the show will be. Oh, by the way, Las Vegas Golden Knights won nothing over San Jose. Again, Seth's predictions holding true in the NHL. And that was sarcasm. <laughs> and, and, uh, Seth, and I are, Seth and I are going to come to an understanding of when the show will be on a full-time basis going forward. Uh, now due to tax season being out of the way and me actually having a job, 
we're going to have to do that somewhere around six or seven at night. And granted, we will not be doing 90 minute shows every week, but 20 years ago, where were you? I'd like to ask you that question. Just think about that for a second. Where were you 20 years ago? Yesterday. 20 years ago yesterday, I was sitting at my computer desk in my, in my apartment for first year of law school. I had just come home. It was a nice sunny day, and I shut my door, and I, the TV was on the, the dresser, and I was beginning to study whatever book I was doing. And immediately, I was no longer watching TV. Uh, no longer wa- reading my book. I was, my face was glued to the TV. It was 20 years ago, students shot up a school in Colorado, Columbine. And it's amazing that it's 20 years later because I can remember that day like it was just yesterday. I remember exactly what I was doing just yesterday. And to read what people have gone through with both Sandy Hook and Columbine, and we complain every day about things that happen in our, in our country, and yet weapons, automatic weapons are still being used and still being used against people, innocent children and people, is unconscionable. And if we can't rally as a country around stuff such as Columbine or such as Sandy Hook, then I really question what we can ever rally against. Is it gonna is it gonna take a war? Is it gonna take such atrocity and genocide that we need to look outside before looking inside? I think it's about time we look in our backyard and see what we can do before we start looking elsewhere. And that's not a nationalism play to our president. That's a get the damn guns off the street play. Because who the hell needs an Uzi to hunt? Okay, I'm done. And out of respect to the comments you just made and to my poor wife who has been cleaning for the last 75 minutes, uh, while I've been hosting this radio show, I am going to I am going to decline to give a final statement, and I will, <laughs> will figure it out for next week. So, okay, thank you guys. Thank Have you, a Sean. good week, y'all. And, and uh, we'll catch forward. you on the flip side. Enjoy, enjoy the NFL draft, everybody. We'll see you later. Okay, bye.